So, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about Halloween? <laughs> how do you feel about that, that spooky season that everybody likes? I know that Halloween canonically happened 14 days ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I did take like six weeks to finish editing the last podcast, so who knows when this one will come out. Well, exactly, right? So I just think, uh, I still, my pumpkins are still outside in varying stages of decay. There's nothing more Halloween than varying stages of decay. And speaking of various stages of decay, we're talking about Van Helsing, a walking corpse of a movie. Welcome to Direct-to-Video. VHS? Uh, A podcast where we pair movies like fine wine. And what a year. 2004 was a good (laughs) year for... Very few people. I mean, I figure it must have been a a better year for some people than this one. So, we're talking about Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, can I say something early on about Van Helsing? Yeah. And this does not go into whether or not I actually think it's a good movie or a movie I would like. What it is, is it's literally the best that Universal has ever done with creating, like, a monster universe. You know... Something they want to do so badly and can't. Everything that this movie fails to do, it still manages to do better than the... What, Dracula Untold? The Mummy reboot. The Mummy reboot. It's bananas how how bad those movies are. And this movie is... I don't know. Like, so... This movie has a has a lot. I I think talking about this movie in terms of 2004 is kind of the best thing we can do for it. Yeah, I think as a movie that came out in 2004, it's almost par for the course. I don't know. Like I watch it and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I guess all movies were just this bad back then." Here are the highest grossing movies of 2004. Van Helsing number 1. <laughs> oh, okay. Shrek 2 is Yikes. number one. <laughs> Yikes. I thought this was just going to be a goof. Uh, <laughs> no, number two. <laughs> number two is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Number three is Spider-Man 2, a movie that I like. I mean, okay. Spider-Man 2 does, though, have as a plot point robot arms taking over a scientist's mind because a crystal broke. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. in in quality of storytelling, that's not that much above Van Helsing. I, I, I disagree. Spider-Man 2 has, like, pathos and is trying to be about something. Listen, we'll get into it. Uh, number I don't four, think it's... I'm not sure if it's Van Helsing's fault it doesn't have pathos. They've just I, got an actor who can't, like, emote at all. <laughs> they got, And then had her brother die twice. And then had her brother die twice in front of her. Um, and she was like, well, I guess this is a thing that happens. You know, honestly, she's doing a Shred. better job of emoting than Huge Jackman. I don't know. There was, like, there was, like, a scene or two where he emoted. He got to do, like, a werewolf howl. He spends 90% of this movie with like like a grimace that looks like uh like somebody farted like just off screen and he's like mm. 
And that's what he looks like all the time. Number four, The Incredibles, which I am more conflicted about now than I was maybe two years ago. Number five, Passion of the Christ. No oh, Christ. Which, and we're going to be talking kish. about it, I guess. Uh, number six, The Day After Tomorrow. Number seven, Meet the Fockers. Number eight, Troy. Number nine, oh, future episode, Shark Tale. And number 10, Ocean's 12. Okay, so the point is there was like a lot of dumb action movie bullshit in 2004. And this was before all the dumb action movies kind of just looked like Marvel movies. Yeah, so, so and which is funny because I think, I think this movie is in the spirit of what Marvel movies eventually become. Mm-hmm, but um, sort of like, it's sort of more like Iron Man than any of the others. So It's like kind of janky and doesn't really know what to do with itself. Yeah. The, the biggest, I think it's funny, the biggest name that this movie had, because in 2004, Hugh Jackman had only done the X-Men movies, mm. right? In the same year as Van Helsing, I think he released like two other movies. So this was, this was Hugh Jackman before he was like famous Hugh Jackman, right? Right. He was a uh, slightly smaller Jackman. Yeah. He was like medium Jackman. Medium Jackman, yeah. Kate Beckinsale had just done Underworld, another movie about vampires. Mm-hmm. And they asked her, hey, do you want to do this movie about vampires? And she was like, hell yes. <laughs> I'm not worried about typecasting at all. I know what the I know what the next decade of my career is going to be. She is the best part of those Underworld movies, by the way. Well, good for her, because she genuinely might be the worst part of Van Helsing. She might. She might. She, and it's unfortunate. I mean, and, and I'm not sure if it's her fault no. or just like the writer's fault, because she does not get to do literally anything at all and, and is just the most superfluous character. Well, you'll be glad to know, Tony, that unlike most bad movies we do, this movie was written by one person. And it was directed by the same person. Oh, okay. And his name is Stephen Sommers. And I'm going okay. to read to you his filmography. Oh, yes, please do. I do love lists of people's filmography. Uh, in, in this specific case, I'm going to go backwards. Okay. So in 2013, this was the last movie he's directed. Mm-hmm. He directed Odd Thomas, which is a, an adaptation of a book. In 2009, he did G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. All right, okay, I see. In 2004, he directed and wrote Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. And then in 2001, he directed and wrote The Mummy Returns. Mm. And then in, in 1999, he directed and wrote The Mummy. In 1998, he directed Deep Rising. In 1994, he did a version, a live-action version of The Jungle Book. And then in... Uh, 1993, he did The Adventures of Huck Finn, also for Disney. I remember that movie. Yeah. And his first movie that he ever directed was the in 1989 called Catch Me If You Can, which he also wrote. You know, it's so weird. A lot of that filmography, I think, matches with the one that we just saw, but I would not have guessed Catch Me If You Can, like, oh, at all. Oh, no, 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 Tony. This is not the hit thriller starring Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay. Catch me, dot, 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 if you can, is about a hotshot racer who persuades the class president of a small Minnesota high school to gamble on illegal car races to raise money because their school, you guessed it, is facing closure. Oh. 
oh, starring nobody. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that one might need to go on the list. I, I thought that would catch, trip you up because it tripped me up. I was like, there's no way he directed that movie. That movie's good. <laughs> right. Like, and I love The Mummy. I genuinely the, the love The Mummy. The Mummy's not a good movie. That's not the point of The You're, Mummy. The Mummy is like a fun roller coaster ride and has Brendan Fraser, like Brendan Frasering around, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what this Van Helsing movie is missing. I would say that some of this movie has some like real charm to it, but a lot of it doesn't. It's like some of it's like a real slog to get through. Um, for instance, can we open? Uh, can we go to the opening scene? Because yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. We get. Uh, I was I was going to talk about actually the wrong scene because we start at Frankenstein's castle. We do. We start at. Uh, we start in black and white. We have like a really cool transition from the Universal mm-hmm. logo into the fires of of torches and pitchforks as a as a mob of of strangely American looking people. Like Rome in hey, Romania. Hey, hey, those are very Romanian people. Did you not hear the accents? There is a dude straight up wearing a beanie. Like <laughs> it's bananas. Like he just walked in off the Universal lot. Fun fact, actually, this is one of the last movies that was filmed on a Universal set. They like hmm. build sets for this movie that are still there. Well, for the most part, I think a couple of them burned down. So we see. Speaking of burning down, Doctor Frankenstein's up there, like. Hmm, this is all going very poorly. Somehow, all that grave robbing must have come back to bite me. And then, speaking of bite me, there's a vampire here now. It's Dracula. The introduction of Dracula literally made me cackle out loud because he just, like, anime teleports everywhere in this scene. He is... So, I we already mentioned the possibly the worst part about this movie. But... Vlad Dracula is maybe the best part about this he, movie. God bless this actor. He does not have he he doesn't have the like range or the like chaotic energy that like a Nick Cage or right or like a like, right has, but he tries so hard. He's to... really he's really sinking those uh those canines into the scenery. He he's doing his best. Sucks like he's just yelling all the time. <laughs> yes. Science over God. Oh man, he oh boy, he wants science to topple God. He's been working so hard on this until I re- I, I haven't seen this movie in like a decade. Until I remembered uh-huh. and and figured out what his plan was, I was kind of on his side. At this point, Frankenstein's like, no, I'm not gonna help you with your mysterious plan. And Dracula's like, okay, fine, I'll just eat you. And so he eats him. Um, um, and then, oh, also Igor's here. And Igor happens to be, like, deeply uninteresting. And is that's that's just it. His thing is, he likes money and Dracula's paying him. But that's, I don't know, like, I, listen, I like not, not starving on the streets as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where... Like, I'm just, I would rather work somewhere else. And, <laughs> and I think that the moment that the guy who's paying me is like, hey, uh, we're gonna kill your your bot, your manager. 
I'd be like, hell right. yes, I love this job. <laughs> the, the moment my boss is like, hey, walk through this uh, mirror into another dimension, I'm like, mm, maybe I should get my resume somewhere else, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But he's not a character. He's just like walking around, being no, sweaty and No, and gross. there are a lot of characters who aren't characters in this movie. They're just like tropes. Including, oh wait, I guess we're not there yet. Because Frankenstein gets up, he like, he does some Batman teleporting of his own in this scene. Oh, this, okay, so it is the worst later, but in this movie, anybody gets to be wherever they need to be for the plot, because the plot needs them to be there. I, genuinely, there are moments in this movie where the actors aren't walking, but they're, like, (laughs) moving around spaces, and it's like, you've never walked anywhere. You guys are just, like, like like teleporting in place and like now we're talking here now we're talking in the kitchen now there are moments where it doesn't even look like uh van helsing uh our titular character and whatever Mm -hmm. the uh uh, i forget genuinely forget what the woman's name is romanian Uh, girl anna anna valerius um where van helsing and anna like are talking to each other but they're not, like, looking at each other. They're, like, both looking forward. Mm-hmm. It's bananas. But uh, Frankenstein, or I guess the creature, whatever we want to call him. He's just Frankenstein's monster. He's the monster. They don't give him, like, a, a name. They don't really have a thing to call him. Anyway, This he movie fucking... forgets about the monster a lot. For, for yeah, for a bit. Uh... He chucks Dracula into the fireplace, which was kind of fun. It was awesome. I liked it. Yeah. And then he picks up Dr. Frankenstein and runs to the, I, I guess, an old mill, which is then burned down under his feet. And, oh, he is dead tragically with the corpse of his father. Probably. You know, he's not going to come back. This intro slaps so hard. And it's honestly like the best this movie ever is. I am not entirely sure I agree with that, but I will say it does take a huge dip where now we get to see Van Helsing fighting, uh... Yeah, speaking of not characters, fighting Mr. Hyde? Fighting Mr. Hyde, who I guess is also the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Because oh my we god, I didn't Notre even, Dame. I didn't even, like, catch that. Yeah. Because yeah. he's Irish. Yeah, I guess he is. Um, or, so or Scottish? Irish or Scottish, he, and I say this unironically, looks like Shrek. He looks the awful. He looks terrible. He, he looks this is... so he looks so terrible, and also this fight scene is so deeply uninteresting. And I get that they wanted to introduce Van Helsing with a fight scene, but it's so brutally boring. <laughs> The Hulk movie came out, like, a year before, so they had no way of, like, knowing this, but do you remember how bad the Hulk looked in that Hulk movie? So I don't know if I ever saw the 2004 Hulk movie. 2003, but yeah, this looked worse, and I was- Yeah. And and this movie has the, what I'm going to call the Mowgli problem of, all of these CGA creatures look really wet, (laughs) but- but not in like a waterway, but in like a plastic, like a, you know how like plastic has like a sweat to it because human yeah. oils build up on it. That's kind of what he looks like. They just look really oily and gross. He voiced, by the way, by Robbie Coltrane, who we all remember as Rubius Hagrid. 
Wow, really slumming it for this one, huh? Yeah, really, really just going in for the paycheck here. Yeah, so they have, like I said, a very uninteresting fight. Van Helsing whips out a grapple gun at one point. Because he's Batman. Yeah, which gives you an idea of, like, the type of movie you're going to be watching. So uh-huh. that's nice. Um, although, unlike Batman, he does shoot somebody with this. He fucking shoots a man uh, with a grappling... No, Batman's done that before. Isn't his whole thing not guns? Not to use guns like guns, I guess? I No, he has... In the, in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, he definitely, oh like, God. shoots a dude with his grappling hook. Which, in those movies, does kind of just look like a gun. But but in that one, he just, like, makes them fall, right? He doesn't throw them through the the rows. Uh, we, we, actually, we actually cannot get into how badly the Batman movies fuck up Batman not using guns. I mean, we, we, we can, but we don't have time in this movie because Wolverine decides that he is going to throw, just ab- brutally murder Dr. Jack, no, Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. He cuts and off of his course, arm at one point. He does cut off his arm. It turns to a normal arm. So then we know, even if we hadn't watched to the end of the scene, that as soon as he dies, he will turn back into Dr. Jekyll. And then everybody will look at Van Helsing and say, hey, you just murdered that guy. And then he has to run back to Rome. And which is which is bananas, because if, 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 if I was a person whose name was Van Helsing, first of all, I would be mm-hmm. dressing better. You know, I would try to look... <laughs> I would stop wearing this ridiculous wig. This absolutely terrible wig of, like, permed hair that Hugh Jackman has on in this movie. And then throws a hat on on top of it. Right. And I would I would just go out there and be like, Listen, everyone knows that I'm a monster hunter. Maybe give me the benefit of the doubt here. I mean, I think there is a subtext here that this is not the first time it's happened that, like, I, he's probably killed, like, werewolves and stuff before, and they turn back into people, and so he's already been branded as a murderer. I don't know. I Because he, he, like, tears down his own face early on in this scene from, like, a wanted poster. Oh, yeah, I, get, I forgot that that happened. So he runs back to Rome, where we get to see the... I think this is the worst St. Peter's Basilica has ever looked in a movie. Because the, the <laughs> color, the color palette of this movie is like greens and blues, but like Saint Peter's Basilica is like whites and pinks. So throwing that filter over it just makes everything look kind of muddy. Yeah, that's fair. I was more distressed by like all the weird shit that goes on in this uh, confessional. The secret prison chamber Illuminati confirmed it's just, confessional. It's just, it's just, it's. It's a lot. And there's and and so he goes to this confessional and gets into an argument with a cardinal, wherein the cardinal tells him everything that he already knows about the job that he does, but we don't because we're the audience, mm-hmm. which is like the worst kind of exposition. Oh, don't 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 know Tony. No, it's not because we're about to get the worst kind of exposition in a little while. We we walk into this like incredibly diverse Catholic secret society like weapons chamber okay you say incredibly diverse and not only are you right but at one point somebody uses the name allah in vain so there's like muslims here yeah and there's also like tibetan monks it's bananas (laughs) and it's in rome like right like no like how did these these tibetan monks get here 
why did they decide that the best way to like work with Catholics for monster hunting would be to just like pop over to where the Pope is? Yeah, there are you better know? places to do this. There's like more neutral ground, right? Yeah, I mean, this is extremely not neutral ground. I, I will say, actually, it's all consecrated by a Catholic. I I will say it's really hard to find neutral ground between like religions. Yeah, Hindus, Muslims, uh, Tibetan monks. I guess there. I guess everywhere is neutral ground for those guys and Catholics, right? But like right. Catholics, Hindus, and Muslims, classically like not about each other. Yeah, I mean, personally, if I would have, at least the, at least the Catholics and the Muslims could be like, hey, we both like uh, Jerusalem for some reason. We sure love fighting over that. What if we have a secret tunnel under Jerusalem? Anyway, it's not important. Uh, it's just weird. It is bananas. Uh, and then we get like a. <sighs> we get a. We, we, this we is the worst type of exposition. We just talked about how they did this in Black Panther well. This the whole like Q James oh, Bond thing. Sorry, yes, we get like shitty <laughs> Q, a shitty Q, like shitty Friar Q. I do like this Friar. I I I have there's a I have like a soft spot for the goofy sidekick characters, and I I love this guy, this actor playing this goofy sidekick because do you want to know what other movies he's been in? What movies? He was Faramir in the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh. And he was in 300. Okay, so he has, like, he's got, like, a type. He's got, this guy's kind of the gruff, ba like, badass type. He plays the lead bad guy in the Iron Fist TV show, which is nothing. But, like, yeah. this is a guy who's known for playing toughs. Right. And he's just gotta be like, oh, I'm smaller than you, and oh, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm the scientist guy. There, there's a moment later in the film where he's like handing Van Helsing like a a a a, a roll of like ammunition or whatever, mm -hmm. and he fumbles it, and it looks so good. I'm like, oh, you're getting into it, like, yeah, good for you. But the dialogue that they have, and like the scene itself, is like so weird and stilted. When he's like giving them all the stuff. Oh, I think I actually skipped over the main thing, which was probably what you were gonna talk about. What sucks so much was just when Van Helsing actually gets the assignment. Which is Van Helsing. So Van Helsing gets told, hey, so there's this family of monster hunters who made the worst deal known to man, where they. Mm, well, promised... the worst deal known to God. Sorry, the worst on. deal known to God, which is that they promised God, hey, hey, God. If we don't kill Dracula, our whole family doesn't get to go to heaven. Which one? Yep. Bold. Way to just throw all of your unborn family under the bus. Just completely, yeah. It is later reframed as, like, this was the only way to achieve penance for the fact that Dracula was a family member. But it, it it's still, that's not how forgiveness generally works in the Catholic Church. But we don't get told this. We get shown a slideshow. <laughs> a fucking steampunk slideshow in 1820-whatever-the-fuck. In a movie! <laughs> you cannot! Like, like, PowerPoint presentations in real life are already, like, the worst thing you can sit through. But to pay $12 to go see a monster movie and have to sit through a fucking slideshow? Sh shoot me with a silver bullet. Fuck. 
Long story short, the, uh, woo, this family is running out of family members, and the, the church is afraid that all of them are going to be condemned to, uh, I don't Purgatory. Think, I, purgatory. Not hell. Yes, not hell. Not, not hell. hell. So you Just, know what? Honestly. They're not allowed in heaven. Honestly, not that bad. Like, you say that, although I think there is at least a version of Catholic purgatory that does have a lot of hellfire in it to burn away your sins. All right, but like, these are families of monster hunters. They're not that bad, right? Like, they're not going to burn for that long. I'm just saying, like, they're not even being condemned to hell. So the stakes are already not that high. Hey, these people need to go to heaven, Andy. You know, they if were- I... Good people, I assume. If I was this family, my my two things would be, one, we all just got to be making as many babies as possible. What is this guy doing having two kids and then giving up? No. You have also, to have illegitimate children sprinkled all over to have Europe. a bunch of children. Like, yeah, that's fair, actually. Um, and also important is uh, because my second thought was, you know, we've already been introduced to all these other religions maybe they can't get into heaven but like can they achieve nirvana yeah oh yeah just (laughs) go just go to a go to a different like a different religion you know oh hey we're uh sorry we're jewish now yeah uh we don't believe in hell so we're good yeah yeah that this is part of the reason why it's bananas that especially because like later like more ridiculous catholic stuff gets brought up but like it's bananas that like uh like uh muslims and tibetan monks and shit are in this catholic secret sect because the movie presumes that catholicism is right right and also the most important it's 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 pretty rough with that and you're, and it also wouldn't be as rough if they didn't try to tell us that there were like Tibetans and Muslims just kind of around, just hanging out. Yeah. So anyway, they leave. They're gonna go to Transylvania now to go kill Dracula and save this family. So cut over to this family, which was not cut over when they zoomed in on this girl's uh, slide, even though that is exactly what it should have done. Right. They, I don't yeah, want to oh, be this. This movie's <laughs> editing is so fucking bad. It's, it's so wild. bad. There is a point later in the movie where our our main heroes fall into a well. It fades to black. Cuts to the next morning. We get to see our fucking friar Q wake up after a after a morning of reward sex it's complicated it's not that complicated but we'll get there and then it cuts back to them in the well (laughs) why did you edit it that way it sucks so much okay we see this guy he is tied to a big stake and i Mm -hmm. remember and i was watching this movie and i was watching it with my girlfriend and i said he is the least tied to a stake that i have ever seen but it turns out that it it turns out that he was faking it. Hot listen, hot dude on a stick is like my favorite meal, right? But like you I was also watching this movie with my girlfriend and she did not laugh at that joke. Um but like, <laughs> like if you're gonna pretend to be tied to a stick, why pretend at all? Is the is the where is the werewolf getting like getting tricked? 
I guess. Does it have like human level intelligence? It's it's human. Well, little. it's also controlled by Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hmm. And unlike the other werewolves in this movie, we don't get to find out who this guy is. No, he's just a guy. And this guy is about to survive just until the end of this scene. Uh, oh, man. This family of monster hunters. They are so bad at their supposed job. So this werewolf attacks. Uh, don't worry, the guy wasn't tied up. So he like springs up and the trap is set off. But now like he's caught in it and he's in a tree. And so the werewolf's caught in it. And these people who are not, I assume are like hirelings. Right, because they're not part of the family. Yeah, I they're, think they're like shooting this people. werewolf. They're like shooting this werewolf, and the and the uh, and Anna, who is also there, is like, yeah, "Stop! It's you have to grab the right gun." But they're just shooting it and shooting it, and then the werewolf's free again because they shot all the ropes. Because these people are fucking dipshits. These people are the worst that worse than a useless. Uh, because they they're making things worse. Yes, um. Anna fails to grab the gun, and so is, like, chased down by the werewolf. And then her brother, in the first bit that it really hits me, teleports out of nowhere. He is just there. Because he was in a tree. A tree. And then he was, like, behind her? Like, when she turned around? Anyway, he shoots the werewolf, and they both fall off the cliff and into to their rubber. deaths. To, There's to a twinkish death. There's a lot of people who fall to their deaths, and they're never coming back in this movie. Never. Never coming back. Never. Never at all. Certainly not to be extremely boring and barely a character. So so, so her brother and this werewolf fall into this river to their deaths, and she's really sad about it. Is she, though? Because she shows she's, no emotion. The, the, the scene, the music and the editing say she's really sad about it. Her face says, Aw... <laughs> Dang. I guess uh, I have to yeah. go I guess I have to go hire a new brother. I would react more strongly if I dropped my phone off a cliff. I I yeah, right? I'd be like, no! Be like, oh shit! Damn it! And she doesn't even do that. Uh so uh Friar Q Carl, his name is Carl. I'm gonna call him Friar Q now. Friar Q. Friar Q and Ben Helsing arrive in Transylvania after a a, a, a a little too Lord of the Ringsy montage. Yeah, they got on a boat. They yeah, they got on a boat. They rode horses over some mountains that don't look mm-hmm. as nice as the ones in Lord of the Rings. And uh, they get I mean, to Transylvania. I mean, I don't, I don't think they went to New Zealand for this movie. No, no, they couldn't have. So yeah, they get to Transylvania, and everybody there is like, "Oh, we hate outsiders," but. Why would they hate outsiders? It's the people who are inside that's the problem. Here's here Dracula's the, not a fucking outsider. These townspeople have the shittiest like reasoning for anything. Oh, they don't make any sense at all. Later, there's a bunch of screams and they all come outside of their houses. Like what the hell's going on? Are, oh, are, maybe they thought that it was like another like it was going to be like another mass murder like when they did like what they did to to Dr. Frankenstein and the monster and they're like, "Yeah, let's get our torches out. Let's do this." Cuz cuz when Van Helsing shows up to town, these townspeople are armed to the teeth with farm implements. 
Yeah, they're like ready to murder him for no reason. Can't they just like get his stuff or something? Like, but geez. before, but before they murder him, Anna shows up and is like, "I know who you are," because everybody knows who Van Helsing is, apparently. And then she Even, tells them to but, kill him. But I had, a, but I had a real fucking problem with the fact that everybody knows who Van Helsing is because it's what the eighteen hundreds. How quickly does news travel? Not that quickly, but apparently fast. Okay. Also, they're in, like, Romania. Like... <laughs> yeah, right? Who's telling Romania about... And also, why would Romania give a shit about what's happening in France and Rome? Right, and Paris and Rome like, and England, apparently, because he chased uh, uh, the, the Dr. Jekyll all the way from England. It's just it's just absurd. Yeah, anyway, she says to kill him. Uh... Great stuff. Oh, we do get a, a line here to remind us. Uh, Van Helsing has amnesia. Uh, so, you know, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, uh, who who everybody knows, Andy, right? Yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a real serious question. Should we talk now about why Van Helsing has amnesia? No. No, we shouldn't. Um, but what I will say is this is Hugh Jackman, who just... Just a couple of years ago, did X Men Two, where he played Wolverine, uh, a uh, an amnesiac with a, a a brooding personality and a tragic past. Decides that he's going to be the lead in Van Helsing, where he gets to play an amnesiac with a tragic backstory and a brooding demeanor. Really showing us your acting chops there, Hugh. <laughs> really giving it your all. Now, Damn. To, to be fair Shots to him, fires. he was he was so typecast after that X Men movie. He played the role for like a decade. That is fair, actually. But he is so bad in this movie. So, they get attacked by, by the brides, the brides, the of, brides Dracula, of Dracula, who are they're cool. they're all they're all right. So like at first I was like I can't stand these characters at all, but like as it went on, I was like I kind of get it. Vampires are over dramatic. <laughs> yeah. And these characters are super overdramatic, but in a way that kind of grew on me because I was like, whatever, they're vampires. They're like, they're like, like those like crying women at Egyptian funerals who you hire to be around and crying all the time. <laughs> like they're constantly like wailing and moving their arms in dramatic poses. Like yeah. there, there's a scene later where Dracula is threatening Igor and in the background you just see two of the brides just like, crying and caressing each other and i was like distracted like what are those two doing what did the director tell them to make them move like this because this is bananas what is happening just off screen over there <laughs> here's the thing about her director i don't think he can actually direct women literally at all oh, so that yeah. might not be their fault yeah yeah and this this is this is a cast of women uh that do nothing and have no character or writing attributed to them at all it's pretty rough. But yeah, they show up. They're in like a weird leathery bat form. Like a, like full human body, but like flying around. The CGI in this movie sucks. It's really bad. But for the vampires, it's bad in a fun way. Like I can get behind. Because they look terrible. The worst one, I think, was Mr. Hyde. Once yes. we were done with Mr. Hyde, it's all uphill. Oh, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, it, it's it's at least interesting what they're trying to do, and it's like, oh, the tech, oh, the technology and the money just wasn't there. Yeah, no, that's that's true. 
Um, although later, I do think that they put the most effort into the werewolf transformations. Which is a shame. Because those are like... It's a cool idea. Those are gross, but gross in a way that I think they meant it to be. Yeah. As opposed to gross in the way that Mr. Hyde was. Yeah. yeah which yeah, I yeah. think was accidental. <laughs> yeah, so there's this really long, drawn-out fight scene where Van Helsing can't hit anybody with anything, and also Anna is completely fucking goddamn useless. She is... She gets kidnapped, like, eight times in this fight scene. In this scene! In this fight scene, like... And she she never lands a hit on anybody. She never kills any of them. Can I tell you the best part of this scene? It's when one of the vampires is flying toward Van Helsing and he gets out of the way and it grabs a cow instead and, and throws it in a second it. story window. The yeeted cow is a note on my... On my... <laughs> And then at the end of the scene, we see it standing in the first story of that house. The cow survived. The cow made it, everybody. And that was honestly, amazing. I was you need, relieved. You need to, you need to, when you're watching a movie like this, you really need to hone in on, on, on stuff like that that'll keep you going. It's, it's the only thing that you have in movies like this is, is they didn't, did they? And it's, it's, this movie could have been fun. But this fight scene is so long, and that is like yeah. my one complaint about this movie: is it is it's too long, two it's hours out. and eleven. When I told you two hours ago that I still needed to see this movie, I was under the happy impression like, uh, how long could it be? Like ninety minutes? Two hours. One of the reasons it's such a long movie is because of something they do in this scene, which is they precisely spell out for the audience what kills vampires. They list, like, actually, like, during this scene, they talk about how it's sunlight and holy water and stakes to the heart. And we knew that in 2004, right? This wasn't news. It was so, it was so weird that that was, like, something thrown in. Do you know what they take for granted is the silver bullet for the, for the werewolves? But for the vampires, for some reason, we need to know how they can be killed. Anyway, Van Helsing kills one with some fucking holy water. It's really uninteresting yeah he dips his he dips his steampunk okay i'm sorry uh i i just got a text uh from my girlfriend uh telling me that me having my one complaint i was being facetious <laughs> but i'm sorry that's for that's for her to hear um yeah he he like dips his steampunk like air crossbow like auto crossbow gun into the holy water shoots her up and she dies and uh and yeah so the most the most racist of the of the prides uh who is romani coded uh is dead yes and i almost forgot to mention this in doing so he saves anna because she needed saving obviously obviously oh something else actually so anna gets like she gets thrown into a house like like the cow earlier Mm-hmm. Um, that's not that's not funny, Stephen Sommers. She is a woman with with feelings. Uh, <laughs> the um, the um, don't laugh at that. <laughs> the um, she gets she's in this fucking haunted house of vamp with with two vampiresses, uh, and at one point one of them like is like a monster, and she jumps down from the ceiling and becomes a person. I thought that was cool. So that was on the one hand kind of cool. But on the other hand, then she starts talking to Anna like she knows her. But as I, I, I like throughout the movie, I was like, she doesn't actually like 
know her know her she just knows her because she's a vampire hunter and yeah. she's a vampire and which and, made it just a lot less interesting to me yeah like she knows her in like the same way that like you know dracula knows who the the who van helsing is right well, I guess Dracula does know who Van Helsing is. Yeah, they, Dracula's Act- the only person who knows who, who Van Helsing is. Who, they, honestly, Dracula, there's a moment in the movie where Dracula's like, oh, hello, Van Helsing. And I'm like, okay, I guess Dracula That's also knows who Van Helsing not is. not what he says. No, oh, yeah, he says, oh, hello, Gabriel. Uh, because, because in the books, his name is Abraham Van Helsing. But in this movie, his name is Gabriel Van Helsing for the stupidest reason known to man. But What could possibly be the reason? Uh, we'll get there. Who knows? Who could know? Who? Why? But anyway, but my thought wasn't, oh my God, Dracula knows who Van Helsing is. My thought is, well, everybody knows who Van Helsing is, so why wouldn't fucking <laughs> Dracula know? Right, right, right. Well, so that's that's what's weird. I thought it was interesting if these were like some turned people that she knew, but they weren't. They're just no. some people. They've probably been brides of... Dracula for like 300 years or something. I think they literally say like 300 years. All right. Well, then I'm right. I think we can all agree. So they they kill her. The, the brides are like sad about it. We cut to Dracula. They're like sad mad about it. They go like, and then fly off. Oh, Dracula does too, actually. He gets like... This is probably the best acting that this actor does. He wakes up from his tomb in the most extra way possible. Yes. He, he's like uh, frozen into it. I don't know what that's about. They never go back. Well, to it's that. it's because of his weird like curses dad put on him or something. Yeah, because of his weird frozen castle. But it's it's fun. He's yeah. He like pops out of ice out of his like frozen tomb and is like wailing about it. It's great. He's like, he's having what? a good time. Why don't they leave us alone? We only <laughs> kill however many we need. It's like, well, dude, maybe that's still too many people is, that you're is killing. Is that maybe right? the problem? Is maybe, and also maybe they know that you're definitely up to no good because um, you're Dracula. Um, the, we, we get to meet his steampunk Oompa Loompas. God, those things suck. They're not even from anything. I don't think. They're just like here. They're just they're just there. Uh, and Do you know then... what they look like? They look like ganks from Star Wars. Oh, I they definitely gave me like massive um, Ewok vibes for sure. I can but, see like, that. The opposite, like we we need to have tiny little monsters uh, to right. sell toys. I guess I don't know <laughs> to sell evil toys. Evil toys. Oh no. Was it not enough to have four vampires? Right and I, a this... werewolf. This movie has so much, like so yeah. many ideas are thrown up into this movie, like spaghetti. So he, we find out that him and Igor are like trying to recreate Victor Frankenstein's experiment for right. some reason, and then we. I cut- mean, just because he's having fun with it, I think. I, I think we just, can all agree that it doesn't go any deeper than that. You know, I know that when when I remember when I like did my little potato battery experiment as a kid, and my dad was like, "Yes, this is all I need is this potato." <laughs> that is how it happened, uh, and he just d- decided to do it himself. <laughs> but then he was like, "It's too difficult to make this potato battery." Um, so we cut back to Transylvania, and Van Helsing gets a tour of the, the, whatever this family is called, the Valerius family home. 
Yeah, and for some reason, Anna is still convinced that she doesn't need him around, despite the fact that she is literally the worst monster hunter in the movie. It, it. I mean, Van Helsing gives her a run for her money at being the worst monster hunter in the movie, but they... he kills the monsters, though. Is yeah, like is even he if he kills the monsters, even if he's bad at it, even if he's bad at it, the monsters end up dead. She kills one monster, and it takes like four people helping her. <laughs> they have to like, like, like a, like a, like a five-year-old learning to ride a bike, like walk her through every step. It's it is, it, it is really obnoxious and bad. It sucks because this movie wants you to root for her, like, oh, look at how super cool and badass she is, but she's not. And it's and it's it's especially sucks because like Kate Beckinsale did the Underworld movie like not a year before this, and she's like actually mm-hmm. competent in that. Like, that movie's bad in, like, different ways, but at least it has the fucking balls to let a woman, like, be competent. Yeah, and in this movie, she's supposed to be, like, coded as... She's, like, the female version of Van Helsing, basically. Like, oh, we're the same. She comes But they're not the same. A family of monster hunters! Van Helsing yeah. is just a dude who can't remember yesterday. <laughs> but that's what makes him so good. Also, another reason... <laughs> It also makes him mysterious. It uh, does make him mysterious. So he knocks her out. Oh my god, I forgot about that. So he knocks her out with some oh, fucking gas. Oh, he fucking roofies her. He ro- and also, for no reason. No reason. He just didn't want to be in this argument anymore. Like, there's a moment in The Mummy where the... The, the lead actress is like, I'm going to go out there and stop the mummy. And Brendan Fraser's like, you're crazy. So he picks her up and throws her in a room and locks the door, right? He doesn't fucking, like, roofie her or fucking shove cocaine into her body to knock her out. He just picks her up and puts her in a room. Like, this is gross. Yeah, this is really lead, gross. Your hero of the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Like, and NB people. Like, y- you can't do this. It is weird that at least in two movies we have seen something like this happen. It was like for a time people thought this was somehow heroic and not awful because that's because that's what it is. It's like it's deeply awful. Well, it's it's kind of like how in like a lot of 80s action movies like you see that like dude like dude heroes are constantly going around like hitting women to make them stop being hysterical. <laughs> and how and how back then that used to be like a heroic thing to do, right? Because because and the only difference between that and Van Helsing knocking her out here with gas is nothing. It, I guess the inherent physicality of the violence, but it's still like mentally like how can this woman ever trust being around him? It right. sucks. And 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 the kind of the worst bit is now he gets to live in her house and she like she never brings it up again. No. Why? Not no not only does she not bring that up again, she doesn't like bring up the idea that he is intruding on her, which he still is. Oh, he tells Friar Friar Q to go check out the library. Go queue mm-hmm. it up up there whatever. He knocks her out with gas and then proceeds to just hide. And then she wakes up and we get some monster cam vision, which I always hate when movies do this. But she gets attacked by a werewolf. Yeah. Um, but oh no, the moon has been covered by clouds. <laughs> okay, can I say something? I understand why they're doing that in this movie, but that is my least favorite like take on like a full moon thing. Mm-hmm. 
Because if that if it can just be covered by clouds, why doesn't he just stay inside? Well, and that's that's the thing that baffles me is how does that how does it work? Is it only clouds? Why is it only clouds? Like why can't you just put like a big heavy curtain over the window? Right. I and again, I understand why they do it. It's all done for dramatic effect, but like it's goofy. But it's also yeah, it's it's too and for a movie this ridiculous, it's a little too much shit to to have on top of this like shit cake is to also have this be a mechanic i guess i am Uh, worried about how much you seem to dislike this movie considering the movie we're gonna watch next we'll get there okay i'm just i'm very i'm very concerned i i do want to about your well-being i do want to point out that i kind of had fun watching this movie okay uh it's just it just I'm, i'm working myself up like now that i'm here like watching a movie is a passive thing. Now that I have to think yeah, about and it, when you have to do the active thing, yeah, that's now that my yeah, brain yeah. has applied processing power to the fact that I watched two hours of this shit, I'm getting a little angry. So Anna's brother shows up. Hey, he's oh, still he, alive. Turns out, but but he's the werewolf also. Wow, spoilers. What we? He tells what? her that <laughs> he tells her that Dracula has a weakness, and she's like, "What's the weakness?" He's like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." And then he tears off his own skin, which is, and turns into the werewolf. This is kind of cool. They kind of do like an exorcism thing where he like crawls up the wall backwards. Yeah, like I said, I think the werewolf transformations is where they put all their um, CGI money, or yeah. the most of their CGI money. He has really pointy ears. He kind of looks like a like a like a fur like a like a furry artist's version of Toto from um, Wizard of Oz. I did not like that sentence that you just (laughs) said to me. It, it, holy hell. Uh, that's a, come on, man. Kids listen to this podcast. I hope not. Um, yeah, me too. It's a weird design for a werewolf. I like the transformation sequences for the werewolves in this movie, but the werewolves in this movie do look really bad. Van Helsing comes out of fucking nowhere and shoots at it. Like like her brother, Van Helsing has the power to just be where he needs to be for the drama. Yeah, just be where he needs to be. And then he chases the werewolf out into the village. Oh my god, I almost forgot about this part. It is the most buckwild part. He sees the... I'm gonna call him a mortician. Oh, yeah, yeah. The grave digger. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. Well, he that. also he also builds the coffin. So like he's we've seen him around and he is very evil coded. This guy is this guy is like this guy must have been like, I don't know, it's it's ridiculous ridiculously evil for no reason. But that's the thing, is he's evils for no reason. I thought he was secretly working I thought he was gonna be secretly working for Dracula, or I thought he had his own thing going on, but all that happens is that Van Helsing is out here hunting the werewolf, and this guy goes to kill him, and Van Helsing stops him, like, at the last second by, like, grabbing the shovel as as it's about to hit the back of his head, and he just goes, it's in my nature. And then a werewolf murders him. And then a werewolf murders him uh, so comically that he falls into the grave that he was digging, and then the shovel and his hat land like a cute little tombstone above him. It's just, it's so weird. It it was it was so weird. Why is this guy so evil? There's no reason for this. And like this guy's been in the movie for a while. He's he was one of the villagers at it, like killing the Frankenstein and the monster. At the yeah, of the movie. 
But, like, I love a good, creepy mortician character. There's a scene earlier in the movie where he tells Friar Q, oh, strangers don't last long in Transylvania. And then he says, he mumbles, like, hmm, five foot, five foot four, this wide. And I'm like, oh, he's measuring them for their coffins. That's cute. That's all he had to be. Why did he have to try to kill Van Helsing? Then be evil. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's bananas. And Van Helsing also has a line in the scene where he's like, hmm... Who's hunting whom? Oh, ho, ho, aren't I so clever? <laughs> like, fuck off. Fuck off. The writing in this movie, like the dialogue, the, the word, the physical, I guess not physical, but the words coming out of people's <laughs> the, mouths. The physical words when they, they well, hit You know your what? They ear. physically injure me is what they are, is what they do do because they're so, like, they're so bad. Like the sentences that people say, people are either talking about what they're doing. They're yeah, either like lot. literally saying like, I'm going to shoot them. Get down while I shoot them. Or they're talking about the what the plot is to remind themselves, I guess, what they're doing. Or they're talking about the past. Yeah, it's um it's pretty rough. There is I don't think I don't think I can think of one decently delivered line in the movie. Uh, I can think of two, because I wrote them down. And one of them we're about to get to here, because we find out that this castle over Transylvania Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I need to I need to do something. I need to say something really quick. Anna catches up and is mad at Van Helsing for trying to kill her brother. Oh, that's, that's right. There's a big old argument about how you can't kill him. He's my brother, and he's like, he's not your brother. He's a werewolf. <laughs> that's your Hugh Jackman, huh? Yeah, that's my Hugh Jackman. Okay. And he like sh- he like shakes her a bit. A <laughs> uh, lot of lot of him like moving Kate Beckinsale around like she is like an expensive lamp. She's kind of an expensive lamp in this movie. It's uh it's rough. Um we find out that this castle, you know, in we're in Transylvania, there's this big castle over it, right? And it's called Castle Frankenstein? What? What? What are we doing, movie? <laughs> there there are two things that we know about Transylvania that it's Dracula's castle because it's his you can't just you can't just call it this. If it's called well, Castle Frankenstein, like Frankenstein is from a place and it's not Transylvania. He's from what the Swiss Alps? Like to be fair, I am fairly certain that it's established in the movie that Dracula rented out that castle to Frankenstein. I, that you know what that is a thing in the books is that Dracula is literally a landlord. By the way, it's one of the cuter things that uh, Bram Stoker does in those books. Like mm, he sucks people's blood and he's a landlord. Because uh, yeah, there's no such thing as subtlety back in the 1800s. I mean, Bram Stoker came from I think the school of writing that Charles Dickens came from, which is just tell everybody everything. Just tell just tell them outright and really hope that they get it because you, you, you never, you're never sure you never know it's sort of the same school of writing that uh this movie came from yeah <laughs> i guess so we cut to uh dracula he is they are tying werewolf boy brother to a like a table and this is i think this is one of my favorite lines in the movie because he says i'd rather die than help you and dracula's like Oh, don't yes. be boring. Everyone who says that dies. <laughs> That's pretty good. I said that no lines get delivered well in this movie, and that was incorrect. Dracula manages to deliver some lines. Even I, his bad lines, I, I find are fun. It, it really frustrates me because this guy is trying so hard, but he just has no screen presence. Not the kind that you'd want. Like, okay, so the thing is, 
And the, the moments that I think really hit with him are when he's actually on screen with Van Helsing. Because then you get to have your your brooding hero who barely says anything and your over-the-top villain who's stealing the whole show. Yeah. And that's, that's I think, when it works. But the thing is, they are not on screen together a lot. And but even even when they are, this guy just doesn't like. There's like a there's a certain like pizzazz, right? Like an energy that you want out of this kind of character that like a Nicolas Cage delivers. There, there's a sense of like chaotic. I don't know if this guy is acting or is just like this all the time uh-huh. that you want out of this character. And this guy's a little too conservative for it because because he spends ninety percent of this movie like dramatically breathing on women, and then the other. 10% dramatically yelling and I wish that 10% was 90%. That's fair. And also you do you're right. You don't ever have that moment where you're like I can't tell if this guy's acting or if he's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Because he always just feels like he's acting. They turn on their Frankenstein machine and lightning strikes werewolf boy and he's like ah and we find out what Dracula's secret amazing plan is. And it's that that they have all of these egg sacks that I think were stolen from the movie Alien. I mean, if you hang them upside down. (laughs) Yeah, hung upside down and like everywhere. And oh, these are his dead children because vampires are dead and they give birth to dead children. I mean, honestly, that sounds like something that could be true in vampire lore. Like, it sounds vaguely correct. They they are undead. It's just not what I was expecting this guy's plan to be. Like, he has a whole monologue when he's yelling at his brides when one of them dies, where he's like, of course, I don't feel anything. I can't feel pain. I can't feel love. I have no heart. And I was like, oh, he wants to live again. Yeah, but he doesn't. He just wants... A lot of babies. He just wants all of his little, like, little, like, gremlin gargoyle babies to be alive, I guess. <sighs> I mean, I think what he probably wants is, like, more or less world domination. That, I, I, because the movie implies, and the movie, and when I say the movie implies, I mean the movie outright says earlier that Dracula has created no, every No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He doesn't want world domination. That was a foolish thing for me to say. He wants to prove that he is better than God. That's his whole thing oh, with yeah. bringing his children no, to life. I, I guess... So so here's the thing. is There's a line. They literally say earlier in the movie that Dracula has created all monsters. And that if you kill Dracula, you kill all of the monsters that he's created. Okay, to be fair, I don't think they said that. I think they said if you kill Dracula, you kill all of the monsters he's created. He's made some monsters. Like, I don't... Because the first thing he fights is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And there's no way Dracula created that. That was just some guy. Right, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe maybe that was just me mishearing it then. All right, cool. Well, also, uh, to be fair, none of the lines in this movie are delivered well, so... That's true. And and here's the thing, though, is if, if his goal, right is I want to prove that I'm better than God, who is totes real, defo exists, Catholicism was the right one, everybody, J.K. Lull. Then he's just Frankenstein, right? Yeah, he kind of is, because Frankenstein isn't really Frankenstein, because... Well, because he loves his monster. Right, and because there was the moment where he's like, I'm not going that far. But Frankenstein would go that far. Frankenstein's all about hubris. So yeah, he's just, he's just, uh, plus he paid for all of Frankenstein's experiments. 
He's just Frankenstein, but worse. He's just Frankenstein, but like double Frankenstein. Right. Because we made Frankenstein half Frankenstein, so we need to make Dracula like double Frankenstein to make up for it. At least 1.5. But it still doesn't make sense because like, like, I don't know, like, how is this proving that you're better than like God? Like God still has like, you know, heaven and, and angels and stuff. Well, I guess from his point of view, he would have hell and then maybe Earth? Again, I'm not sure if he wants to take over the world. It's... It, Alright, so it work, the, the, It works. Uh, all of his babies are coming to life. We get a jump scare where uh, Van Helsing and Kate Beckinsale are a little freaked out by the vampire babies. Van Helsing starts killing them with a shotgun. Which seems... It just seems like not the way to deal with this. There's just so many. Just like, I'm gonna blow them all out of the sky one by one. And Dracula's <laughs> like, how dare you... Uh, they uh, fight. That is what happens. Uh, as they're fighting, the brides and all of and like a thousand baby vampires like fly into Transylvania and just start fucking murking people. Yeah, and this is the bit where all the fucking villagers come outside, even though it's the dumbest thing you could possibly do in this situation, but they do it. This town of people who live in a world where vampire attacks happen daily hear a woman screaming at night, and you would think their reaction would just be like, "Wow, oh, I guess they got another one." Whoop de doo! Everybody yeah. knows curfews at eight. Uh, like, <laughs> but no, they all go outside to get dramatically picked up, and the friar Q is like, "Oh no, I need to help people and I and be somehow useful." He and, like beans one with a rock, and then I guess goes and has sex with the woman that he saved. Yeah, and and she's like, "But you can't. You're a man of the cloth." And he's like, "I'm in training." <laughs> yeah, which. Which is not how that works. I don't think so. You don't get to, you don't get one and and be like, well, I didn't have my degree yet, so I'm not really a priest. Like that's not. Uh, I, mean, I guess you know what? It's the Catholic Church. He could, he probably could have murdered somebody, and they'd be like, you're the Pope now. God, why do they even go to the castle? Are they looking for her brother? They are. No, yeah, they are. But they, he, Van Helsing kills Dracula. No. And then Helsing <laughs> stakes Dracula. Yeah, he does. And Dracula's like, I love salt and pepper on my steak. But do you know what I love more than steak? Ham! And he takes it out. <laughs> and he takes out the steak and he's like, mm, Gabriel, we have such history, you and I. And he starts to espouse but gets interrupted because uh, all of the babies explode. Yeah. Because they get they get her brother or Anna gets her brother out of the machine, right? And so as soon as it stops running, the babies start going. They just pop like zits. Yep, they're gross. And he's like, "You need to kill me," and she's like, "But I can't. You're my brother." And so he tries to kill her because he's a werewolf who's under Dracula's hypnotism or something. It's not clear. Probably maybe hypnotism because it's a vampire thing. But it's not clear why he can command. The werewolf? Maybe it's just like a creatures of the night type thing? Maybe. It's just like in general he can Control. he can command stuff. Well it's it's yeah. like a it's like a it's a it's a it's one of these things that the movie does not explain to you, which is wild. But like mm -hmm. Dracula is a known one of his known powers from the original book is if you look into his eyes, he can hypnotize you. Right. And so, so, but the movie doesn't, unlike every other thing, the movie doesn't tell you that. Right. And van and vampiric hypnosis does not come up in this movie. Except for when it does, because it does one more time after this. Also, by the way, to point out another thing that for some reason isn't in this movie, vampires are definitely allowed to go into houses without being invited. And I don't understand 
why they decided that one could oh be yeah no there's like a scene earlier in the movie where like like uh like van helsing just throws a bunch of peas at dracula and he doesn't even stop to count them right like, <laughs> what are we doing that is hilarious because i made a reference to that while watching the movie <laughs> and then confirmed to my girlfriend that yes that's where the count comes from yes but and so another thing like another little known piece of lore from the book right is that mm-hmm. if you draw a perfect circle they cannot enter it oh i didn't realize that was in the book that's yeah. like a that's like way older than that too there, there is an entire scene in the book where like van helsing draws a perfect circle like a bunch like all of the heroes are inside and he's like i have to leave whatever you do don't break the circle and he leaves then Dracula shows up and he's like trying to trick them into coming out of it. And they have to just be there all night and it's awesome. The circle might have been made huh. of salt, actually, which is like a fairies thing. A salt, like a perfect salt circle. There's a lot of crossover between like fairies and vampires with like what works and what doesn't. So Van Helsing, so Dracula disappears and Van Helsing is magically at the top of the tower with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, like he does. And he, he pulls out a gun and like tries to Batman his way out of it, but oh no, the werewolf brother <laughs> is still there. Sorry, it's it's that's a it's a grapple gun, not a normal gun. He is he has made the biggest fucking zip line. And if he had Batmaned it, like really committed to the Batman bit, it would have just pulled him to his death. Pulled instead, him back, yeah. <laughs> instead it's some it somehow makes a zip line, but that doesn't make sense because we don't see the rope getting stuck anywhere behind Van Helsing. So I don't know how that It makes a zip line. Let's just So it makes a zip line. Maybe he like just like wedged the gun into the stone or something, but they they're going down the zip line. The werewolf brother like tries to climb after them, but he breaks the zip line and they swing across to the other side safely, but the werewolf brother falls into the river to his death again. He keeps doing that. He just it's maybe it's maybe it's like he's thing. He's like into it. He's <laughs> Um, and so it's the only time he feels alive being transformed into a werewolf and then dropped into a river uh so they did it they foiled dracula and hugh jackman looks at kate beckinsale and i paused the movie and there is an hour left somehow so we can pick this up a little bit i guess so then they beat frankenstein i think this is where we get that baffling cut that i mentioned earlier where they're like they're like standing in a in like a well or something and then like they're drinking absinthe yeah they are and then it like collapses under them and then it does it fade to a cut and then cuts back to them yeah it's it's so bad so they're under the well and the monster is there and they're, they like try to kill him, but then they stop trying to kill him because Van Helsing's like, I can, I can sense the good in people and there's no evil in him. Yeah, Van Helsing has detect evil. He's got, yeah, he's got, he's, uh, he's got a spider sense for, for monsters. He does shoot him with a sleeping dart. Like five of them. Like, I get it. He's a big dude, but he's not like that big. Poor Frankenstein's monster is the other guy who will get roofied quite a few times in this movie. Yeah, he, uh, so, and he's like, you should kill me, or the world will end, and then he passes out, and is like, yeah, and, you know, Kate Beckett's like, yeah, we should kill him, and, and Van Helsing's like, do you just kill stuff when it's asleep? Is that how you became a monster hunter, well, I, I I love Hugh Jackman's, like, rationale here, because he's like, you can't, 
I know I just told you two seconds ago that like we have to kill your brother. There's nothing <laughs> we can do about it. But we can't just kill. Look at him. Look at him. We can't just kill him. He's so cute and puffy. He's so he's so puffy and wet. <laughs> he's so he's puffy and wet. wet. Also wet and puffy. And, he looks like he looks like a corpse, but he looks like a corpse that has been like pulled out of a river. Yeah, like a waterlogged gross. Yeah, it's is uh, is he's he's nasty, but like he's probably the first draft, so he's gonna be nasty. Yeah, if if, if Victor had like a couple more drafts to patch it up. Yeah, he would have he would have come out with like beefy Frankenstein like third time. Yeah, right. Like that's when you get like canonically hot Frankenstein. <laughs> I, I want to point out that my phone died at this point in the movie, so I, I no longer have notes, and I'm just going to kind of wing it off of Wikipedia. Their big plan is to, they got to get Frankenstein out of, they got to get him back to Rome where he'll be safe. Yeah. Because if Dracula gets him, he will plug him in back into his machine, or Victor Frankenstein's machine, and will be able to bring his children to life for real. Forever. And then they will, I guess, take over the world, or he'll prove he's better than God, and it'll be hell on earth. Who and knows? Maybe, maybe a little bit of all three. Who knows? Yeah. Meanwhile, the the monk wakes up next to a hot chick, and then finds a painting, and is like, "Oh my gosh, I had sex!" And also, this guy turned into a werewolf and then ate Dracula. I wonder if that means anything. But I, what could it mean? I just don't what know. Could what could what could this bad CGI mean? The part that irritated me was not the bad CGI as much as it was. It's not explained why even in this world there would be a moving picture. Is it magic? I Is it technology? There there was a moment where in my head I thought, oh, he's imagining it moving because of what he's reading. But then no, it's like it just moves. Yeah, it appears to just move. It's like an animated gif. And he freaks out and falls over like that's not something you do when you read something and then think about it so hard that you imagine it moving yeah so he falls over this couch killing this woman instantly we have to assume yeah because she never she just disappears (laughs) so i think then they uh well we're on carriages now we're on a carriage yeah they're they're heading towards budapest which is this is like it this is not what budapest looks like but it doesn't matter what budapest looks like because when they get there, it's not fucking Budapest because it physically can't be. I looked up how long it would take them to get there and back and their nonsense about the full moon and all this garbage and it makes zero sense They're like as a timeline. Yeah, it's bananas. They're like hundreds of miles away. It's actually, it's not that far. It's not that far. It'd, it'd take them like a few days. But then also, it was just the full moon. So if it took them like a few days, how come it's three days till the full moon? No, two days. That's still not helpful. It's not a month, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's bananas. So they, they're, uh, they, they, uh, Van Helsing is riding this carriage, and uh, Carl and Frankenstein are inside, and he's like, "Oh, there's an amazing line where Anna says that uh, nothing can outrun Transylvanian horses, not even a werewolf." And I'm like, "Did you guys clock that? Do you like start a horse at a line with a werewolf and just press to go?" The other thing is, I hadn't thought about that. It's not true. Oh, it's but because... it's incredible. It's so it's false to the point of absurdity. Because the werewolf comes from in front of them later. So, yeah. So it got ahead at some point, unless like the vampires carried it. But I don't think they have that much control. Over but it's it. still it's still a banana sentence to say like nothing can outrun a Transylvanian horse. 
And here, let's let's have some things catching up to it, though. Right, obviously. Well, some of them are flying. The the two brides attack Van Helsing. He does some ridiculous CGI, like acrobatics, and the horses... The, they, the, sorry, they <laughs> leap a broken bridge like it's the fucking Blues Brothers. Like it is the blue. these horses, but the, but the carriage doesn't make it. They're, the, the two brides try to catch it, and one of them's like, I can't help you, I guess. You have to save him yourself. One of them goes to do it, and the other one just like, I don't know, fucking dicks around, I guess. I tried to I tried to land on this wheel and it's spitty and it scares me. <laughs> I See, don't like it. I and, you do it. And this movie's really poorly written, but in my head I'm like, oh, that's smart. Like we uh, we're eliminating brides. At this point, you have to be the favorite. You know, maybe some like working up the food chain kind of thing, which doesn't make sense because they're the three brides of Dracula. They're equal on the food chain. Well, one would suppose, but I don't I don't know what kind of internal politics there are in briding. So she leaves suspiciously and she looks inside the carriage and is like, there's nothing in here except a bomb and some steaks. (laughs) Oh, no. And she dies. So she dies in a pretty hilarious fashion, frankly. Meanwhile, Van Helsing catches up to the secret second cart. Oh, and Anna is piloting. Piloting? That one. Uh, but then they get attacked Just by a werewolf. It's fine. Yes. They get attacked by the werewolf and a hilarious and baffling thing happens, which is the cart catches fire. The werewolf, like, I, the, I, the werewolf, like, flies over the top scratches something and it's just all on fire now yeah so uh frankenstein starts freaking out which of course you would like you know he died in a fire once before he's like not again i was sitting here like waiting for frankenstein to freak out about the fire and it frankly takes a bit it it takes the fire like getting inside the house or the carriage yeah inside the house But, um, it is until, like, the, I guess the werewolf gets back up and is, like, standing in the fire, and Frankenstein's like, oh, no, it's coming in, that's bad. Uh, but he couldn't see that, he was inside the carriage. It's just, it's, it would have felt hot. Yeah, so, the Van Helsing and Anna are hanging off the side of the carriage on a cliff, but then the carriage isn't on the side of a cliff anymore, it's in the woods, and... Uh, and then the werewolf isn't on the carriage, isn't in on top of the carriage anymore. He's just not there. And Frankenstein picks up uh, Van Helsing, and uh, Friar Q picks up Anna. But then I, they both—they're both not in the carriage. They're somehow kind of, sort of, in the front car- part of the carriage. And the werewolf comes back and jumps at them, and he tells everybody to jump off. So they do, except for Frankenstein. I don't know what happens to him. <laughs> Uh, the movie just kind of forgets about him, but Anna and Friar Q definitely jump off, but then Frankenstein jumps off, but he turns around and he shoots the werewolf with silver bullets, and the werewolf tackles him, though, uh, uh, kind of similarly to how her brother did, and they fall into the woods. Yeah, it's weird how nobody can kill a werewolf without getting fucking bit by a werewolf. Maybe this is how, like, the werewolf curse works, right? Uh, As soon as silver hits them, they're like, gotta get in that last bite. Yeah. It's like the It Follows monster. So... That was a great reference to It Follows. No, no, I, I liked just it. Just take it was really... a moment for it. No, it was great. We're just going to just... sit in it. <laughs> like what? Like what? Like a good movie. <laughs> so Anna is pissed at Van Helsing for killing her brother. By the way, it's daytime now. I guess it was morning somehow. Whatever. It was maybe it was dawn. I don't know. Uh, Anna's, Anna's pissed at Van Helsing. Maybe maybe the lighting's just weird in this scene. Anna's pissed at Van Helsing for killing her brother, and he's like, well, yeah, but that was 
that was the whole weird i was i was always gonna do that i was there was never the point where i said i wouldn't do that and she's like oh no you got bit and immediately gets like scared for him even though she should still be fucking pissed for the whole brother thing and then she gets kidnapped if i was her my reaction wouldn't be to be scared like i'm a if i'm if i was the daughter of a monster hunter coming from a long line of legendary monster hunters my she's first, gotta kill him now yeah my reaction would be like to pull a gun on this fool like yeah all right time for me to kill you now time for me to return the favor and maybe then get kidnapped but she gets kidnapped again this is like the 15th time she's kidnapped in this movie yeah but this time it sticks this time nobody nobody like shoots the vampire out of the air or there's a sudden scream and she falls Van Helsing she kind of like, just herself watches free. it happen and he's like oh no He's like, ah, well, that takes care of the whole brother argument. I All guess. right. You know, honestly, I just didn't want to get into it right now. So. And then they, I guess, walk to Budapest because there are no horses. We just smash cut to them walking into Budapest. The lettering bride's like, you got to come to this party and we'll do a prison exchange. The girl for the monster. And Frankenstein's like, don't do that and they're like no we're gonna do that and then they um they roofie him and throw him in a crypt and then as we leave there we see somebody opening up another coffin in the crypt so like they really just fucked up this whole thing he yeah so they go to this party and and at this point we're in like a different movie for some reason it is a different movie we're like we're like in like the middle of fucking moulin rouge or something like a a thing a, a thing i've never seen but like it's, there's like fire starters. There's like a carnival going on. It's like the greatest showman in there. Um, there, that's a okay. That's another bad movie. Um, Landed it. <laughs> and Dracula is dancing with Anna, and it is implied that she is she hypnotized. Is hypnotized. You're right. She's like so out of it because of his vampiric gaze or whatever. And he's like dramatically breathing on her, and she's like, "I don't find this sexy." And he's like, "But why not?" And then Van Helsing and Carl show up, and Van Helsing's like, "I'm gonna go be bad at trapeze." Carl, you do something. <laughs> I don't make yourself useful, dude. Like you haven't really been cutting your weight this entire movie. There is one thing that I really like about this scene, which is the big mirror. I love this. I'm so mad that it's in this bad fucking movie because I could see this (laughs) being, I could see that like, this is the only scene in the movie other than the ending that I vividly remembered was this scene. Just being in a room full of dancers and then looking in a mirror and being like, oh fuck, I'm in a room full of vampires. Yeah, because there's fucking nobody else here. And it's awesome. And it's like, why couldn't this be in a good movie? It's great. And honestly, for this scene, it really like, it really racked up the tension where I was like, they've had such a hard time fighting four vampires. And now they're in a, well, and now they're in a room, like a room full of, maybe a city full of vampires. What are they going to do? It's at the very least a huge room. There's like at least a hundred vampires, then that's a low ball estimate. And and like and that's like there's no one in that mirror. That means that the trapeze people are vampires, the fire breathing mm-hmm. guy is a vampire. Um Which means that the guy that uh <laughs> Dracula throws <laughs> It's great. So Van Helsing like tackle saves Anna and like brings her up to the balcony and shakes her like like again like he does. Like ah, mm-hmm. my lamp. And um carl pushes a fire breather so that he breathes fire on dracula and dracula just straight up like 
throws this dude like a football out of the frame. I was certain that Carl was going to get caught or killed or something. I am honestly surprised that he doesn't die in this movie. But instead, he used the superpower that he and all characters in this movie have, which is the ability to teleport and be in a different room. So he's in this when room. When shit goes down. He's in this room full he of vampires. It, and he uses not. it only to run away. Other people use it to sacrifice themselves. Dracula looks up and he's like, look, everybody, it's Van Helsing. And all the vampires are like, hiss. This is how vampires clap. And their faces turn into CGI, which happens a lot in this movie. And it's bad every time it happens. Yeah. So they, they're chasing Van Helsing. And Anna's like, all right, let's fight this room full of vampires. And Van Helsing's like, are you crazy? <laughs> So how about we don't, actually? She's, like, ready to go out in a blaze of glory a lot in this she, movie. She really wants to die. And you know what? Spoilers. But she gets her wish. She gets her Good wish. Good for her. So uh, they jump out of a window again, and Carl leaves behind his sunlight bomb that he mentions mm-hmm. at the beginning of this movie that he doesn't know what it's for. Yeah, he doesn't know what it's for, but he knows what it does, which is one of the, like, I think the sunlight bomb is actually one of the one of the better like Chekhov's guns in this movie like it's it's one of the better even concepts of the like 500 Chekhov's guns in this movie it's the only one that kind of sort of makes sense and it and it pays off fairly well you're like how did they get out of this well he brought a bomb except that if I was a vampire hunter who knew all the weaknesses of a vampire and somebody was like this is a sun bomb I'd be like fuck yeah Okay, but let me tell you, actually, why. Because this is something we haven't talked about, but it is crazy. When they tell Van Helsing to go after Dracula, Carl asks him if he knows how to fight vampires. And he says, I know how to fight monsters. That's enough. They're all the same. Which means that not only this is the first time he's fought vampires, one, and two, he does not know what he's doing. (laughs) Oh my god, that's right, because there's a line when they get to, after the big fight scene at the beginning of the movie with the, or not the beginning, but after the big fight scene where Anna gets kidnapped like eight times, Mm -hmm. where she's like, he's the first person to kill a vampire in a hundred years. Like, how fucking bad is your family at killing vampires? And killing vampires, the one thing they're supposed to be able to do, kill vampires, they can't do it. Nobody can do it. Vampires are too good. They only have a million weaknesses. They only have a million, one of them is there 12 hours of the day. And another one is garlic. Which never comes up in this movie. It does never come up in this movie. Also, another one is holy water. And, like, you think if you have a priest, you have unlimited holy water. Why, how, why can't you bless a stream? Just like, come bless- on. Oh, they also can't cross running water, but that's not a thing in this movie. So, like, we're just thro- we're going to throw out that one. Actually, at the end of this scene, the vampires are, like, flying over running water. And it's like, well, fine, whatever. I I just remembered something, which is that in the middle of this, like, room full of vampires, at some point, they reveal that they have the monster. Hey, sorry, Van Helsing, but you fucked up. Yeah, really badly. And I guess Dracula doesn't chase Van Helsing with this room full of vampires because when the sun bomb goes off, he's not, he's not, he's fine. He's, he's fine. No, he leads from the back. Yeah. Like a good leader like a was. Good, like a good general. He tells people to do something and then he quietly takes the back door out of there. Van Helsing is mad. He he yells that at Frankenstein that he's going to save him. And he, he, I swear in the name of God! Like, uh, yeah. that he's going to save him. But he only has... God, like, I don't know, 36 hours at this point? Yeah, he only has like two days to before he turns into a werewolf. 
And once he turns into a werewolf, Dracula can control him. Well, and not only that, but once he turns into a werewolf, he will be a werewolf. lose most of his mind. Yeah, he will be a werewolf. Uh, Carl mentions that he narked on Van Helsing to Rome, and Rome was like, nah, sorry, you gotta kill the monster too. And Van Helsing's like, but he's good. And Carl's like, ah, and Van Helsing growls at him. Right, it's not, it's not really Carl's fault. He's just the messenger at this point. Something that Van Helsing should be familiar with, being a messenger. Hint, hint. <laughs> being a guy. And then Carl plays trumpet, and Van Helsing's like, how dare you play a trumpet in front of me? But it's something he should be familiar with as somebody who plays trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much exactly like that. Um... um so they go back to the house they go back, somehow. They go back to the house. No, no. Wait. Yes. So they're back at the house. They're back in Transylvania. Carl explains everything that he's learned. And they're like, that's interesting. But what does it mean? And he's like, I don't know. Then they go to Castle Frankenstein. And he's not there. And Van Helsing throws a thing. And, so, and Carl mentions that he only has two hours. And they go back to the house again. And they're like, well, how do we find him? Who knows? And... And Carl's, oh gosh, Van Helsing, I think, is like, ah, there's this map that if we add my final piece to it that I got in the beginning of the movie, one of the worst Chekhov guns, it becomes a mirror, and we can walk through that mirror to the place where Va where Dracula's dad banished him, which is must be, like, in Iceland or something. It sucks up there. It's cold. It's, it's all I know. Maybe it's in Antarctica. I don't know. So so this is Dracula's castle. Finally, we're at Dracula's castle. We're at Dracula's castle. They do drop some stuff in this that I kind of like the idea of, but it's never executed right. Which is like, Dracula's dad sent him so far away that he could never hurt anybody because he couldn't bear to kill him. And then it says the devil gave... Then they say that the devil gave him wings. Yeah, so the devil also real. There's, like, lore stuff that's kind of interesting, but they're focused too much on this, like, stupid story they're telling. Uh, on, on this incredibly just dumb story. They, they do mention, this is a thing that, like, it, it's the one time that the movie, like, tries to add add to Dracula's lore instead of just take away from it. Because the map turns into this mirror, and they're like, why is it a mirror? And then one of the characters is like, yeah, Dracula doesn't have a reflection in mirrors. And, they meant, and Carl's like, Friar Q... Like, that's because right. to him, it's not a mirror. It's a door. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. It's kind of something, almost. It's, it's, it's like a hint, like a, a waft, like a, like a LaCroix of idea. <laughs> but the, the movie never really does anything with, but it's like, it's one of the many things where I'm just like, this could have been anything in, like, the hands of a better writer. Yeah, so they all walk through the mirror. It's cold over there. Gosh. We gotta be, we gotta be wrapping this up. What freaking happens? So, uh, so they, they run around for a bit. They, f they find the Igor and, like, kick his ass. They kick his ass. And Frankenstein mentions that Dracula has, uh, has the antidote for the werewolf, for werewolfism. And right. And in, in the most Batman, like, 69 logic, Carl <laughs> deduces. Like, see, like, they're at C, C for Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah, like, and then, but instead of that, they're like, "Wait, why would he have the the antidote for werewolves?" werewolves. 
Werewolves are the only thing that can kill Dracula! And it's like, no! But whatever. I mean, it, it, it kind of tracks, but they are basing a lot on, like, the loosest logic. They had better hope they didn't get anything wrong. So Van, Van Helsing goes to save Frankenstein. Uh, Anna and Q go to get the uh, antidote. With Igor, their new buddy. With Igor, their new buddy. They, they walk in, and Igor puts a saw trap on him and <laughs> leaves. And Frankenstein's bride shows up, and she's like, ah, and they... they throw acid on her and Friar Tuck gets away with the antidote but uh, Anna has to stay and fight the vampire woman and does a really bad job of it. While all this is happening Considering the vampire woman has already been like blasted with acid yeah, she does terribly She does really bad in that she does she, uh, we keep cutting back to her quote unquote fighting this vampire woman but all she does is like like look at her, look away, look back. Oh no, she's gone, and then get hit, <laughs> and then get hit behind from behind across the room. So you know, great job. Yeah. Um, Van Helsing isn't doing much better. He tries to free Frankenstein, but oh no, he forgets to let go of his foot, and lightning strikes him twice. Oh no, all the babies are alive, but we don't see them come to life because I guess they couldn't afford to do that. Uh, Van Helsing falls <laughs> from where Frankenstein is at the top of the castle down into the lab. He kills a couple of Oompa Loompas, and now. Dracula's like, I will fight you. And he's like, mm, but I'm a werewolf now. Ah, and he turns into a werewolf. So Dracula like decides to turn into a, a vampire, like a full demon vampire now. Yeah, like like when you play Skyrim, there's like the vampire lord character and they're like bigger and grosser. Sort of like that. Sort of like that. And so they're fighting and Dracula's kicking uh, kicking Van Helsing's ass and, and he's like, he turns back into his... This is a thing that I kind of like in these types of movies when a person turns into a monster to fight halfway into the right. fight turns back into a human to like have a conversation it's not entirely unlike the climax of black panther actually yeah yeah right and except i mean that. obviously they didn't have monsters but they had like that impenetrable armor and whenever they were out of it they just talked it, it, but it kind of doesn't work because van helsing isn't enough of a character to say anything yeah, so it's actually all Dracula talking. So Dracula, Dracula's like, you were the one who killed me. Also, you're an angel. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He calls him the left hand of God. The left hand what, of God. Which is what Gabriel is in like... Abrahamic, uh, uh, in like Abrahamic yeah, like lore. Catholic lore. Um, well, not just Catholic lore, right? But like, yeah, Catholics care a lot about the the saints and the angels and stuff, though. So there's there's a lot of that like calcified in Catholic lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The po- but what I was gonna say is he doesn't ever say the word angel or like this is why you can't remember anything or any of that. It is something that you, as the viewer, have to be paying enough attention to this terrible movie to pick up that that's what he's saying that 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 he's saying you're an angel you dummy you are the angel gabriel who told mary she was pregnant you are yeah like you are the left hand of god you're the one who wrestled daniel right like you're the one who fucking like uh like talked to muhammad you're the one who told noah to build the boat like you're fucking gabriel the movie just kind of like in in like a last ditch effort to try to be interesting just throws that at the wall like also this and the funny thing is 
nothing comes of that. No. Except I guess later he gets to like see heaven a little bit. Oh god, we'll get to that. I, so, if that's what that it, was. Wouldn't it be the like, stupidest fucking thing if at the end of this movie you got to see all the characters that died literally walk into heaven? It happens. <laughs> god, it's so it's so like it's so it's so Star Wars in like the worst possible way. Yeah, the thing is, Star Wars is a hard needle to thread, and there are a lot of movies that are basically Star Wars that fucked up being Star Wars. Including, like, a few of the Star Wars movies. Including many of the Star Wars movies. Um, One Uh, could argue that there was never, none of them ever really succeeded, Uh, but at least... It, this 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 is such like this ending is so so bad so dracula's like you are like ah, oh, and and ben helsing is like i don't i still have amnesia though so i don't have enough of a character to like say anything to you about this he right turns, so he just turns into a wolf and starts like biting the hell out of and him. he just bites the hell out of him and that's it dracula's dead he's dead dracula died and that's it the movie's over yeah it's it's weird in like a rock paper scissors way werewolf gets dracula and while this is happen before all of this really happens, right? We cut back to to uh, uh, <laughs> Friar 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 Q gets chased by Igor, who has a cattle prod, and he's like, ah. Frankenstein finally escapes from the tower and he like swings down and like wraps around the bridge in a way that doesn't physically make sense, knocking uh, Igor off of this bridge to his to his Disney death, and then swings into the vampire bride and tells Anna who was finally in a fight on her own to go help Van Helsing and he will keep the the vampire bride there spoilers he, he doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> so he's fi- he's finding the vampire bride and Anna's like thank you and he's like oh maybe all i needed was the touch of a woman to be brave and he goes well, to fight Well, the thing is, okay, I I don't want to I don't want to put too much emphasis on that because the idea behind this version of Frankenstein and I they tacked this on at the last minute is that like he needed a friend, like he's been living on his own and nobody has accepted yeah, him only, the only, that, with only a bible to keep him company. And the reason this is important, by the way, is because at the end of the movie, he goes off by himself and does not have anyone again. And that's why I feel like I need to harp on it. He fucking, because, and let me be real with you, I didn't catch that because as far as I knew, he vanishes from the movie after this scene. No, he like gets in a boat and starts rowing away. Oh my and he, god, he does, yeah. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst because... He his whole thing is about being like isolated, and he just goes off to be more isolated. Now, in this fucking at least hell the creature in the book got to hunt down his creator. At least he, you know what? At, yeah, I was gonna say at least he does end up kind of in the North Pole, but yeah, there's nothing there for him. Anna runs off. She gets the she gets the antidote from Q, and then she's stuck in like the vampire fight again. And, but Hugh throws her a stake or Hugh, something, and Hugh, she gets who, her. who was on the other side of an uncrossable bridge... Start crosses the bridge. Crosses, <laughs> in, in the span of two minutes, manages to get to, not to, only to the other side of the bridge, but climb up through this bananas, like, architecture, <laughs> to literally hand her a stake so that she can finally kill something in this fucking movie. Once. Just in time to die. So, she, she kills the bride... 
and then runs in and is like, no, Van Helsing, but Van Helsing's a werewolf now, and he's been lost to the beast inside of him. And so she runs at him, and he tackles her, and then Carl shows up, and he's like, oh, no, Van Helsing's a werewolf. I guess I have to kill him now. Uh, and, and he goes to stab him, and Van Helsing grabs him, but looking at Friar Q reminds him that maybe there's a little bit of human in him. Oh, no, wait, he looks down. The antidote was stabbed into him. Uh, he tur- and he he looks over and he kind of does puppy dog eyes at this woman and Carl's like oh no she's dead because they she she's kind of just lying there and doesn't really look dead so we have to be told that she is and we do have to be told that she's dead because for some reason we can't see like claw marks or something or something she's just kind of lying there she could have been asleep right but, she seems fine so he it was kind of rude of them to bury her he picks her up and he like and he howls at the moon as he turns into a human and is like my expensive lamp. I broke her! <laughs> I did. I must be the worst person to break my own lamp! Ouch. So we hard cut to her getting like a fucking Star Wars funeral pyre death and, uh, and, and Van Helsing. Van Helsing turns around and watches her face appear in the sky like Mufasa. <laughs> along with her family as they walk into the light and go to heaven and she's like i forgive you for breaking me she doesn't have words that would have made it even worse yeah and van helsing uh and carl get on some horses and ride into the into the sunrise afternoon it's also really unclear where they are right now because they were in a frozen wasteland how long did they drag that woman's body I mean, she doesn't look, she doesn't look a minute over dying, so. But also, like, there's like, this is all like grasses and stuff. Like, this looks like it might be Scotland. Th- yeah. So they they ride off into the, into the distance, presumably onto an adventure that we never got to see as the credits, the terrible, terrible CGI credits start <laughs> rolling. So 10 out of 10. But really though, what did you think of this movie? I, you know, in the moment, Watching it, other than the fact that it was too long, I was okay with it. God, it is too long. But it's, it's so I think I think it really has a problem with either being extremely boring and almost like grindy, like in a video game, where you're like, I have to do this so I could do this other thing. Between that and being like fun and stupid. And it doesn't spend enough time being fun stupid. It spends a lot of time being boring stupid. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't it's it's clearly a lot of effort went into this movie mm-hmm. but it's not it's just not it's not dumb enough to to be dumb fun mm-hmm. it's not fun enough to be bad fun and it's not bad enough to just like make fun of like it's it's so middle of the road so middle of the road competent that all of its flaws are like in stark relief like like, like the fact that, okay, this is a movie that's supposed to take place in Romania. Nobody's accent is ever on point. They're all over the place. <laughs> like, like Kate Beckinsale keeps like jumping around. Like she, is she Romanian? She, is she British? Sometimes she's just speaking of regular American English. Like, um, Igor is just nothing. He's a cardboard cut out of a character. The only character who has a consistent accent is Dracula, and he's just doing, like, this fake-ass Dracula accent, right? So it's not really mm-hmm. anything special. The CGI is so 2004 bad. It's just not enough in any direction to beat anything. But I will repeat what I said at the beginning, which is, it is infinitely better 
than like everything Universal has tried to do. No, with their like monster world. Here's here's the thing, right? Their monster universe. If if tomorrow Universal was like, "Hey, we're doing it. It's been 16 years." <laughs> Van Helsing 2, everybody. I would be kind of excited. That would yeah, that would be fun. Because, like, at this point, Hugh Jackman is enough of an actor. I think Hugh Jackman's too big of an actor now to want to do a Van Helsing 2. But honestly, if they got sure. Hugh Jackman back, Friar Q back, and, and somehow got Kate Beckinsale back, I'd want to watch that movie. But they're not going to. They're probably just going to do, like, another, like, super bad, like, trying-to-be-modern movie. I, I honestly think the best thing about this movie is the fact that it's set in, like, the 1800s. Instead of like, oh, what if the monsters were now? What if, what if maybe we're the monsters? I can't. It's too long. It's too long to, for me to even think about recommending to anybody. Fuck it, the movie's two hours and eleven minutes. And if you want, if you want a fun dumb adventure movie, there are better fun dumb adventure. The movies. Mummy. The Mummy is the best fun dumb adventure movie. It's short. It's sweet. the The actors in it are not, are like fun to watch. You know, Brendan Fraser. Unlike Hugh Jackman they sure in this get movie, picked off. huh? Those actors, sorry, those actors in the Mummy, they sure get picked off. Yeah, but like they start out with like eight of them. Well, but like like every every actor in those like like even fucking Emotep gets to come back, right? But they're all making expressions right. with their faces. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like those the, the I would even say the Mummy Returns is better than this shit. Like I'm like. It's weird. It's weird as well. This is actually, I'm not going to say this is like the best movie Frankenstein or anything. Yeah. This is maybe the one version of Frankenstein that was almost uh, true to the book. Like the the creature in the book, he was, he was, he, he was well read and he did care a lot about like, uh, uh, about the Bible and like biblical literature because he like saw himself as like a new adam and all the all the movie monster versions are just like he's he's not intelligent at all he's just a he's basically a zombie yeah so here's a here's a fun fact about this movie this is probably the one the the the, the only good thing about this movie mm-hmm. uh it which is that uh the uh one of the brides of dracula uh actually fell in love with and married the actor who played dracula that's adorable. <laughs> and it's really great, actually. And honestly, it's kind of awesome. I I I, uh, I don't know if that marriage stuck, but I hope it did. So here's another fun fact: Twilight the book came out one year after this movie. Now I'm not saying Stephanie Meyer watched this movie and got her idea to do <laughs> vampires versus werewolves. Uh huh. But the, but it's possible. It the is timelines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a second. Isn't that also what Underworld's about? Yes, which came out in 2003. I'm just saying, couldn't she have based it on Underworld then? I, I, I have to believe that she based it off of the worst of those two movies. That's fair. The timelines add up though, right? Possible. Thank you for listening to Direct-to-Video VHS. I have been your host, Tony Robusto. I have been your host, Andy Reyes. You can find me on Twitter at theaterbats and you can find my comic at inspiredbytrueevents.org you can find me on twitter at royalty underscore valens you can also find me in the uh, crater that the asteroid that killed our podcast (laughs) 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 hit (laughs) Um, 
That's all that's I do. That's what happened. All I do is Twitter. Yeah, and then, but we came back. A dinosaur story. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find more podcast stuff at direct2.video. God, thank you to Lee Rosevere yeah. for Planet E off the album Trappist 1. Yep, and uh, we would really appreciate it if you guys could go on your podcatcher rate this thing five stars. And next time... Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll, we'll be watching 2013's Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I feel really bad about suggesting this. No, I'm. I so I've seen, I've seen both of these movies before. Watching Ben Huston again really like killed my nostalgia. Because <laughs> I only remembered the two good things about this movie, and so the two hours that I forgot yes. <laughs> really bit me in the ass. Oh god! All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I am the ghost of John Smith, and I am an expensive lamp. And now nobody needs to know that we traditionally open the podcast with seven minutes of test something not working. All right, I should be good now. There's going to be just like a a weird place where my audio is going to be all over the place, but I should be good after that. Sure, why break the streak now? Yeah, you know. Why, Why have good audio ever when I can have bad audio all the time?